Joe Haddo and this is our series of interviews with the Theakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award Long List Ease, produced and curated by Harrogate International Festivals in partnership with Theakston's Old Peculiar, WH Smith and The Express. Uh, today I'm joined by an award-winning author who was born here but now lives in Australia. She started her journalism career in Hull, so not too far away from Harrogate, and became a full-time writer after the publication of her debut novel, The Dry. Here to tell us about The Lost Man, which is her latest novel, I'm pleased to be joined by Jane Harper. Hello, welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. It's so lovely to, to see you, and um, all the way over there in Australia, the power of technology. That's right. Yeah, fantastic, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, how is it over there at the moment where you are? Yeah, it's, um, well, it's, it's, it's an evening for starters. I think obviously it's morning over where you are. Um, and we're just getting to autumn as well. So um, we're sort of watching all the, uh, the leaves change from uh, in lockdown, as you know, many people <laughs> lockdown are. Lockdown leaves. So, <laughs> that's right, yeah. So, um, so you know, we're, we're sort of um, a little bit cooler, which makes it a little bit easier to stay inside, I think, which is, you know, which is fortunate for us at least. Yeah, and I noticed that you've got the fire on there, so you're all cosy. That's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, congratulations on being longlisted for the award. Um, and this is for the book, as I mentioned, The Lost Man. This is your latest novel. Um, and for those who might not have read it yet, could you tell us a little bit about uh, the Bright family and about the story? Yeah, sure. So The Lost Man is an Australian mystery um, and it's set in outback Queensland in um, one of these really, really remote um, areas of Australia where um, you have these huge sort of properties like cattle farms and their neighbours are, are hours and hours apart from each other. Um, so it's in a fictional um, uh, one of those sort of communities and it centres around the, um, the mysterious death of um, one of three brothers who was found um, dead um, a long way from home and alone on land though that he knew very well and his, uh, his, his two other brothers um, find this unusual um, and they start to I guess ask questions about what was happening in his life up to um, leading up to his death. And you mentioned that it's set in the outback of Queensland. And I remember reading The Dry uh, when it first came out um, and thinking about that sort of, that, that place that you create, which is obviously based on real Australia, but you know, the descriptions of it really put you there in, in the place. Um, I've spoken to, to many authors who are on this long list, a lot of Scottish authors who've sort of said that they have a love for their cities like Glasgow and things as, as a setting for crime novels. What is it about Australia that you love as, as a setting for your books? Oh, Australia is such a, it's such a gift, I think, for, um, for writers, especially you know, mystery writers, I think, because um, it's so diverse. It's really easy to get into difficulty really quickly, you know, just with the, <laughs> the harsh extremes. You know, you don't have to go too far before, um, you know, trouble can find you. Um, I think it, it's so sort of cinematic in a way. It really kind of gives you an opportunity to bring the setting um, to life in a way that, for me, I always try and... Um, make sure the setting is, is really woven through the book. So that by the end of the book, um, that story couldn't have been told in any other setting. The setting is so integral to it and it, um, it drives the characters and it influences who they are as people and it, it really is part of the plot. You know, and this one, The Lost Man in particular, was so, um, so much fun to research. I went all the way to the outback. I, I, I did this sort of massive kind of um, trip with um, a retired police officer um, who 
worked out there for 10 years and was the only police officer policing there the size of the UK all on his own. <laughs> wow. So, so he had a few stories to share, as you can imagine. And I, I learned a huge amount. It's, it's a completely different lifestyle. And it was really, it was, it was really enjoyable to me to be able to bring that to life in the book. In the book. That's so interesting because I, my next question was going to be, you know, do you visit these places because they seem so vivid when you're, when, you know, when you're reading about them in your books. Um, and obviously you do. And do you take, take photos and sketches or what, how do you sort of bring that back and then put it on the page? Yeah, I do. I definitely try and um, do as much sort of on the ground research as possible. Cause I think it just, it just really helps. Um, you know, you never know what you're going to learn. You always learn things you, you would have no, never known to ask really until you've, you've been there. Um, the lost man in particular was um, a really big one because it was such a, it was, it's such a different lifestyle. I mean, it's, it's very, it's very Australian at heart, but it's, a part of Australia that a lot of a lot of us never see because you know we we live in the urban or coastal areas and it's it's a real um, you know quite quite a lot of effort to actually get out there. You have to go <laughs> on like regional aircraft and you drive a long way and you have to have sort of four-wheel, someone who has four wheel driving experience and um, have all this supplies. So it's not even easy to get there really. Um, and you know, being able to kind of immerse yourself in it, I think, is so important because. Um, you know, you get the sense, not just the practical things, which are so important. So, for example, we have how they use the radios and how they get their supplies and what the cars, you know, need to be to function out there. Um, but just, I guess, the emotional um, aspects as well. Like, what's it actually like to live in a community that's so isolated and so cut off from everywhere else? And, and what kind of um, mental and emotional toll does that take on people? Hmm. I bet there's quite a few people in lockdown in cities at the moment wishing they were out in the outback now. Do you know, I was actually thinking about that. I was thinking I, I would be really curious to know how um, you know, how the situation is affecting people in the outback, if at all. Like, is it, is it you know, are they already so um, isolated that yeah. really, you know, it makes no real material difference? You know, I'd be, I'd be curious to, um, to know really because it's, um, yeah, it is, a very, it is a very isolated place all the time. And actually this... This book is a perfect lockdown read for those that haven't, isn't it? Because you get to escape to this vast countryside. So it might be quite nice for someone to have the escapism in the pages because we can't. That's right. That. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, now, we've mentioned the, the long list. Uh, you're one of 18 authors and books on the list, which is a, a fabulous uh, list and everyone's saying it and I keep saying it as well. Um, You've obviously read some of those authors that have appeared on the list. You probably know a few of them. You know, are there some standouts um, from that list that, that have been authors you've loved before you became a writer or even have, you know, discovered since? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing to be part of a list that has so many of, you know, of my favourite authors and people that I've looked up to for so many years on it. I mean, Val McDermott is an obvious choice. I mean, she's someone I've read for years and years. Um, Lee Child, I really love his books a lot, you know, and um, I've, you know, followed him again for years since I first discovered them. Um, Mick Heron as well, you know, they've got some really, like, such... Um, it's, it's really, it's really an honor to see my book alongside those books. And, um, it's, it's fantastic to kind of, you know, I guess hope that people have enjoyed the lost man, um, in the way that they maybe enjoyed those other books is, is, is really you know, special to me. How, yeah. I mean, you were, you were long listed for this award back in 2018 and that was for the dry. How did it feel to hear that you'd 
been longlisted again for the biggest award in crime fiction. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. I think, um, <laughs> you know, something that, um, uh, you know, um, any author, you know, recognises the, I guess, the, the kind of passion and the, um, you know, excitement that, you know, this festival and the, the people who are involved in it, um, you know, bring to sort of the, the crime fiction um, scene and, and that people who really know their stuff, they know their books. And so I think, you know, it's, um, you know, to, to have your novel recognised by people who, who are so well read and so kind of familiar with um, all the authors and all the books out there is, um, yeah, it's fantastic. I'm, I'm really happy. Now, there'll be many fans of your first book who uh, are, are probably watching um, who are excited about the screen adaptation. Can you tell us any more about that and what's happening? Yeah, I mean, and they should be excited. I have to say, <laughs> it's, um, it, I've, I've seen it. I've seen the film Ooh. of The Dry, which is starring Eric Banner as Aaron Fork. Um, and um, it is excellent. It is a superb adaptation, and I think people will really love it. And um, it's, it's due, well, it's due to be released in Australia in August. Um, whether, you know, I, I think mm. whether that will still, is still definitely the case or not, I think watch this space a little bit. But um, it's, um, you know, I think it's, it's really fantastic to see something that, you know, it's so special to me um, as a novel, yeah. be, um, you know, brought to life in this completely different way and such a really beautiful, I think, thoughtful um, way that I think readers will love. Did you have much involvement in, in, in making it for the screen or did you sort of pass it over and sit back and go, you deal with it? I mainly passed it over. I mean, I was sort of, um, uh, the, you know, the, the, um, the, the people behind it, which is um, Made Up Stories, which is run by a woman called Bruna Papandrea, who is Australian um, by birth. Um, she um, and her team have been very good about keeping in touch and um, keeping me, you know, in the loop. And the, the director and the screenwriter is a guy called Robert Connolly, who's an Australian um, director, and he has done a fantastic job, I think, of just capturing... Yeah, just feel the the feel of it, the the whole um, the Australianness, but also the the characters and the plots, and just shooting it so beautifully. So um, yeah, it's 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 been a real joy to see it. Oh wow! Well, we we can't wait to see it, and hopefully, it'll make its way over to us at some point when you know. Yes, I maybe, hope so. maybe when we're allowed to go to the cinema again. That's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you've you've been. Um, busy writing I take it is there, there's a fourth book on the way there is yep so um that's uh, just really in its final sort of stages of uh you know proofreadings and things now mm. um it's uh my fourth book called the survivors and it is another Australian mystery it's a standalone and it's set in the rugged coastline of Tasmania which is a, mm -hmm. um, a southern island state um here in Australia and it's um uh, a lot of um, small town intrigue and secrets, and a, a body on the beach. It's got, you know, it's, it's got a lot of uh, a lot of fun stuff. This was a really, this was a really fun one to write. I really um, enjoyed this, and um, yeah, I, you know, it, it's come together in, in the way I hope. So uh, yeah, I hope readers enjoy it. Good, and we look forward to that one as well then uh, in the future. 
Um, just before we let you go, I, I'm asking everyone this, and I wanted to ask you, you know, what does the Theakston Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award mean to you? Oh, I think it's just recognition from um, such a... Um, trusted source I guess people who you like I said they, they know their stuff they know what they're looking for and they know what makes a good crime novel and I think if um, you know if your novel is long listed or goes further I think that's such a wonderful stamp of approval and you know what more can you ask for <laughs> exactly yeah and that book that we're talking about is called the lost man and it's published by little brown it's out now and if you haven't read that one or any of uh, jane's books then you can of course order them from wh smith's and uh, enjoy them and remember that you get to vote for our shortlist so if you want to see jane on that list head over to harrogatetheakstoncrimeaward.com and you can place your vote there uh jane it's been lovely speaking to you and um we wish you the best of luck with this and for the new book and for the adaptation of the dry which we're looking forward to um, and we'll let you get back to the fire now thank you <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for joining us thanks very much <laughs>